Today's shir in Yerushalmi Sanhedrin is dedicated to the memory of Pesach Gershon ben Yisrael Fish Oliva Shalom and for a Refuah Shalema for Yosu Yisrael ben Zelda Besoich Shar Choyle Yisrael. We are beginning in the Ozvahara edition on Davchof Hei Beis with the new Perik Echad Dine Mominus. In the Vilna edition, it is on Davchof Ahmed Beis. Begins the Mishnah. Echad Dine Mominus ve'echad Dine Nefoshes v'drisha u'v'chakira. Shenemar Mishpat Echad Yielachem. Both Dine Mominus and Dine Nefoshes have the same halacha that we have to interrogate the Edim with Drisha and Chakira. Drisha is inquiries and Chakira are questions. Exactly what this means we'll see in the Pnei Moshe. But it's a series of questions to see whether the Edim are saying the truth. Now, how do we know it applies to Dini Momnes as well? So we use two psukim. The pasuk that the Mishnah brings is Mishpat Echad Yielachem. The Pasik is speaking about Dini Nefashis and Dini Mominis, and the Pasik is telling us that there is an equal din for both. Let us see the Korban Eida. Echad Bidrisha Bakira Shachaikrimasa Aidim. We ask questions of the Aidim Shinamar. Mishpat Echad Yalachem, Ubidin Nefashik Sivarashtavakarto. We see that there are special types of questions by Dini Nefashis, Drisha and Chakira, and since it has to be Mishpat Echad Yulachem, so it applies to Dini Mominus as well. Let us see the Pnei Moshe who explains this in more detail. The second Pnei Moshe, Shanam are Mishpat Echad Yalachem, Ubidin Nefashis Sivarashtavakarto, Vizad Din Torah. So he brings the pasuk of the uh, which the Korban Ada brings, and then he says, "This is midaraisa," as we'll see in the Gemara. Avul Amru Chachamim, the Chachamim said, "Bedine Mominus Loi Beinin Drishu Chakira." That Bedine Mominus, you don't need Drishu Chakira. Kedei Shaloi Tinel Delas Bebnei Lovin, in order that you will not shut the door in front of those people who want to borrow money. The carbon aid in the Gemara will explain this reason in more detail. But there's a Takanas Chachamim that you, even though mit Raisi, you need Rishon Chakira, mit Rabbanan, you don't need it. Unless the Bezdin senses that there is some Sheker, some fake that's going on in the Din Torah, and they don't trust the Adam, then they apply Drisha V'chakira. But otherwise, they do not apply Drisha V'chakira Midrabana. Now, what is Drisha V'chakira? The Drisha V'chakira, he has Shaila B'inyan That's a question in the matter itself. Kigoyin, Kama Halva, how much did he lend him? That is a Drisha question. Umasa Halva, and when did he lend it? Time and place, those are hakiras. So Mosayovo is a hakira. Be'ezinyan halvo. What type of loan was it? How did he give the loan? That's a drisha. What place did he lend it to him? That is a hakira. But the name Moshe says there's another type of searching of the Adis. And that is called bedikas. That's an examination. The yesh min acher min ashalish and nikras bedika. The It's not about the thing itself, when and where, or how much the loan was. Was he wearing black clothes or white clothes? Was he standing? When he made the loan, 
was he standing or sitting? So those are bedikos, those are examinations. What color shirt was he wearing? So those are examinations to see if the aides of the two them corroborate and that they are not lying and that they're saying the truth. So those are called bedikas. Continues the Mishnah. Ma bentini momnes ladini nefoshes. Even though Midaraisa, dinin momnes and dinin nefoshes need drisha v'chakira, they are the same in that matter because of Mishpat Echad Yilachem. However, there are differences between dinin momnes and dinin nefoshes. And from this Mishnah until Halacha Zion, the Mishnahis will tell us ten differences between Dine Mominus and Dine Nefashis. The first one is something that we've learned at the beginning of the Mesechta, that Dine Mominus Bishloisha of Dine Nefashis Bashim Bishloisha. For Dine Mominus, we have a Bezdin of three, and to adjudicate Dine Nefashis, we have a Bezdin of 23. That's the first difference between Dine Mominus and Dine Nefashis. And at the beginning of the Mesechta, the Mishnah has told us exactly how this is learned Midaraisa, the difference between Dine Mominus and Dine Nefashis. And a second chilek between both is Dine Mominus Paiskum Bainless Kuspain Lechaiva, when the Dayanim have their deliberations. So for Dine Mominus, they begin both for Schus and Chova, for being liable, Chova, you have to pay the other person, or Schus that you are free from paying him. And the reason why you can start Bein L'schus, Bein is because there's really no schus or choive for one person. What's a schus for one is a chov for the other. What's a chov for one is a schus for the other. So for whatever litigant the dying would like to begin with, he is allowed to begin with. However, since in Dine Nefashis we would like to save the life of this individual if we're able to, so therefore the Dayan opens up with schus for the defendant. The Ein Poiskin Mechayva, we do not begin with speaking Chayva that he is guilty. First we begin with schus. Begins the Gemara, Echad the Gemara here is trying to answer a stira between our Mishnah and what we have learned earlier in Perik Zeborer. Here it says that we apply Drish of Chakira both to Dini Mominus and Dini Nefashis, but earlier in the Masechta we learned that the Bezdin asked the Edim, how do you know? That's the only question they asked the Edim. In other words, did you see the loan itself? Or did you hear from another aide that he saw the loan? That would be aid mipi aid, which is not acceptable in Bezdin. But the mission over there doesn't say that we apply Jerish to Chakira. So it seems to be a contradiction. That's what Rabbi Yochanan is trying to answer. Amar Rabbi Yochanan, our mission is Midaraisa, as we had in the Pnei Moshe on the Mishnah. However, in Parakzeboiru, there it's Midarabana. The Rabbana did not require Drishva Chakira. And what is the reason that the Rabbana did not require Drishva Chakira? Because they had mercy on Jewish money. The Malvin, the lenders, could lose their money if, through the Chakiras, the Adim did not say one like the other. They, the loan was true. The Adim saw it. They made a mistake when they were testifying in Besdin, but the Besdin will not accept the Adim. 
And then if the borrower denies that he ever got a loan, the Malva will lose his money. So the Rabbanan had mercy on the money of Yisrael, and therefore the only question that was asked is, hey, how do you know? Was it Eid Mepied? But there was no Drisha V'chakira. That's what the Gemara says. That's the other Mishnah in Perik Zebayrer. They only required that question. Let us see the Korban Eida. On the Gemara, Bishul Lachas, Afal Gavdim and Atara didn't mamna strich and drishu chakira. However, Tikkun Chacham Shein Sarich and drishu chakira. Why? Kedei Lachas on mamen shall Yisrael Hamalvim shaloi afsidu aydei chakiras. As we said, if the Adam trip up on the chakiras, even though there was a loan, the Malva will come out losing money. There is a shut door in front of the borrowers. The Malvin will cease to give them loans. Why? Maybe the borrower will deny that he ever got a loan. And the Adam will make some mistake in response to the questions that they are asked. And the Adis will not one of them will not be like the other, the Yafsid, and it'll come out the Malva will lose. And therefore, if he can't get his money easily back, he will not want to lend money. So that's Shalai Tinel Delis when they love him. So on the one hand, the Rabbanan had Rachmanis on the money of the Malva, and on the other hand, they had Rachmanis for the Lova, and the Lova will not be able to get any more loans. How do you know? That's the only question that they ask. Was it Aidan Mipied? We can't accept it. But they do not require Jerisha V'chakira. That answers the contradiction. Our mission is Daraisa, and the mission in Perik Zeboirah is only Midorah Bonon. Continues Gemara. Rabhiya Barbo, Bo, Kumei Rabbi Yaisi. Rabhiya Barbo had the following question in front of Rabbi Yaisi. Heich Avdin Uvda. Practically, how do we do Lemaisa? Do we do like the Mishnah in Perik's Eboira that all we ask them is Eich Atoyadeya, or we do like our Mishnah where we have to do Chakiris and Drishas? Omar Leik, Rabbi Yaichlin. He told them, the way we act is according to what Rabbi Yochanan, how Rabbi Yochanan answered the contradiction between the two Mishnayas. The Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan said, our Mishnah is speaking about Midoraisi and Idrisha V'chakira, but the Mishnah in Perik Zeboirer, Eichatoyadeya, that's Midorabon, and Mishrelochus, Amam and Yisrael, to have mercy on Jewish money. Amru Chachamim said, Eichatoyadeya, Shusechai V'zeh. How do you know it? Is it Eid Mepie? Then it's not acceptable. But other Jerishas and Chakiras we do not do, as the Corbin Ada explained before, because the Malva could lose his money, and the loss will be shutting the door in front of the Leuven. They won't be able to get the money because the Malva is afraid he's going to lose the money. So for these reasons, the Chachamim said that you don't need Jerisha and Chakir, you only need Eich Ato Yodeya. Zeir bar chinina b'shem Rav Chanina, Zeir the son of chinina in the name of Rav Chanina, v'Rav Yehuda. There were two Amaroim here. 
Chad Omer once said, what's the source, Midorai said, that you need Rishon Chakira, as we've learned before, and as the Pnei Moshe adds at the last line, and also what we had before in the Mishnayis, was Mishpat Echad Yielachem. So we learn out from the Dorash to Chakarta, you need Rishon Chakira, and from the Pasuk, Mishpat Echad Yielachem, we learn that Dine Mamnes has the same halach as Dine Nefashis, as we turn to Davchav Vav, Ahmed Alf. So that was one of these two Amaroim learned it from the Dorash to Chakarta. The Chad Amar, one of these two Amaroim said, Tzedek Tzedek Tiridov, you should run after justice. And it says the word Tzedek twice. The Meforshim explained that one of these who said Tzedek Tzedek also agrees to the other one that we learn it out from the Rosh Hakarta, but he is trying to add that even Midrabonan, when you don't need Rish Hakira, there are times when you do need Rish Hakira. Because the Pasuk says twice Tzedek Tzedek, Hakeitzad. How is this? Why is the Torah saying the word tzedek twice? So, if you see that the din is coming out according to the truth, and we change the next word to tzedekayu, that's the first tzedek, that we justify the verdict because we see it's coming out truthfully, that's tzedekayu, that's the first tzedek. And the second tzedek is v'imalav, but if you see it's a din meruma, as we had before in the Pnei Moshe, so if you see it's coming out a false verdict, then we change the next word, chakreyu. Then you should investigate and ask a lot of questions and see that the Adim are saying the truth and they're not lying. So that's the second tzedek, of Tzedek Tzedek Tirdaif. Rav Huna Karhave Chami, when Rav Huna saw Shahadin Mechuvana, he, he saw that the Adim are saying the exact same language, the exact same words. So that arose his suspicion that they're not telling the truth. They practiced this beforehand. Have then he would investigate, he would do the Drish of Chakira. But Karhave Chami, when he saw Hechen Vehechen, that they didn't speak the same. He saw they're telling the truth, but they used different words, and sometimes there were minor discrepancies, so he would work to put together that there were no discrepancies, because he saw they were speaking with different words, and they were telling the truth, and therefore he made sure that their aidus would be acceptable. We had this Gemara earlier in the Masechta. The next Gemara is a difficult one, and there are many Pshatim in the Meforshim. We will learn the Pnei, with the Pnei Moshe, and in fact, we'll learn the Pnei Moshe inside as we go along in the Gemara. Begins the Gemara. Ketzat Poiskamus How do the Dayanim begin for a Schus by Dini Nefashis? Says the Pnei Moshe, approximately 15 lines from the, the top on the left-hand side. We're speaking about Dini Nefashis. We say to the Edim, let's go back to the Gemara for a second. So the Pnei Moshe explains, so the way the Pnei Moshe learns that we challenge the Edim and we say, is it possible that Reuven killed Shimon? Maybe you're making this up. In other words, maybe you're liars. Back to the Gemara. Amar Rabbi Yaisi, in Kani, if this is so, 
you're going to pervert the din. And we'll see in the Pnei Marsh, will explain what the Gemara is going to say now. If one of the Adam says, I have a schus that I can say on behalf of the defendant, and his fellow aide came to CI, and he also said the same schus. Now we have a rule, that once you said a Adis, once you said testimony, you can't revert it. However, they're going to find some outside schus which Bezna will have to accept, there is a help from the second aid to the first aid. If you're going to say like this, if you're going to challenge the Adam to begin with, who says this is true? Maybe your lawyers, like Nimsas Chavla Dayanim, won't it come out that the Dayanim will be guilty of making a Kilkul Hadin, that the Din won't come out properly. Let us see for more background the uh, Pnei Moshe. Divriya Maskal in Kaini. In Kain who? Shabez Noimim La'edim Efshir. If they're going to challenge the Adam in Kain Kasha, I have a difficulty. The Lepamim sometimes, Yigrimu Habezin, the Bezin will cause Kilkul Hadin, that the Din will be destroyed by the Dayan, as we're going to see as the Kushya, the Kashi evolves, how the Bezdin will be considered guilty of Kilkul Adin, of giving the wrong Psak. Continuing in the Pnei Moshe, Now, could an aid after he testified be Melamed Schus? We're going to see in the Pnei Moshe, it's a machloik between the Chachamim and Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Yehuda. Says the Pnei Moshe, it's not Bepirkin will come on, Shemeshaskin, I say, that if he tries to say a Schus, we shut him up. Ubit Hosef, the Perik test, plucked at Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbani, the Tanakam, the Tanakhama holds that the aide cannot say a schus or a chayva after he testified. Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Yehudah, he could be melamed schus. Now the Gemara is asking, I'll leave it to Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Yehudah. According to Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Yehudah, we have a big kasha. He is of the opinion that if the aide says a schus, we do listen to him. So what happens if one aide said a schus? It wasn't Kivin Shehigid Chayzer Magid. He's not changing any testimony that he said before. However, he was able to find some schus to save the life of the defendant. Ubo Chaveri continues the Pnei Moshe, Gam came of schus. He's helping his friend, V'yesh Kan and there is here a help from the second witness to the first. Kloimer, the Nimsekan That there's another aide who's saying a schus for the defendant. If we're going to challenge the Adam to begin with by saying after Shazer Hargis and Nefesh, so what's going to come out? The Dayanim will be guilty of Kilkaladin. Why? Kloimer. They challenge them. They say, maybe you're liars. Maybe you're plotting something against the defendant. So now, the Adim will say, they're challenging us. 
will make up a schus on behalf of the defendant. They're going to come up with every kind of schus in the world to give a schus on behalf of the defendant. What they're saying now is a lie. But since they were challenged that they're liars, and really the defendant is guilty. But they'll make up some schus, which the two Aiden will force the Bezdin to accept the schus, because they're testifying that he had the schus, even though he really didn't have the schus. He should have been found guilty. But since they were challenged, they're like taking revenge back on the Dayanim. They're making up a schus, which the Dayanim have to accept. So now it comes out that the Dayanim will be guilty of Kilkul Adin by challenging the witnesses. And that's why Rabbi Yaisi said it can't be that the Malamit Schus is that they challenge the witnesses. And now the Gemara concludes, V'yesh Edim L'Shakron. What we can do, what the Schus could be, is that we don't challenge the Adam directly, but in the court, we ask the public, are there any Adam that can testify against the first Adam? So it's not a direct challenge. Is there anyone in the courtroom who feels that they are saying something that's not truthful? Since they're not attacking the Adam directly, the Adim, if they say a schus, it'll be a real schus. And if they don't have a schus, they won't say anything. So this is the proper question that the Gemara says that we should ask the schus of the two Adim. Not a direct challenge, but opening the court. If there's anyone who wants to challenge the Adim, they should come forward. This is an appropriate question, and this will not cause the Dayanim to be guilty of Kilkul Hadin. Continues the Gemara, Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Kol She'eni Yedei Elodnes Asheretz, L'Taroi, V'L'Tamoi, Me'apamim, any Dayan who's unable to be Metar or Metame, a Sheretz, a hundred times, and really, as we'll see, it's two times 49, which is 98, but it's approximately a hundred times. If he can't bring 49 proofs that a sheritz, the nevela, the carcass of a sheritz should be tummy, and another 49 proofs that the carcass of a sheritz should be tohar. Lemaisid says in the Torah that it's tummy. But he has to think of 49 ways where logically, through Pilpul, we could consider the carcass of a Sheretz Tohar. But if he's unable to do that, he cannot open with Tzchus, and as the Meforshim explained, he cannot sit on the Sanhedrin. He has to have that power of Metam and Metar approximately a hundred times. Kate's a Sheretz. How do we show Tum and Tahara by a Sheretz? The Gemara gives one example. Omer of Yanai, we can make a Kavachimer. Ma im Hanocha, Shemei if you find by a snake who kills people and he is Marbet Tum in the world, and yet his carcass is Tor because he's not one of the Shmoi that are Metamed their carcass after their death. So if a Nochash is Tor, so Achbor, a mouse, She'ein Memes, who doesn't kill, he doesn't bring a lot of Tum into the world, Ein Oidin Lios Tor, shouldn't the Achbor 
bitor, a kavachomer from the nachash, oichilof, or he could say the opposite, achber shein mei tummy. We find that a mouse doesn't kill, does is not marbetum in the world, and yet it is tame. So nachash mamis, a nachash who kills and is marbetum in the world, ain't a Shouldn't the carcass of a nachash be tame? Hasev Rapinchas, Rapinchas had a question. Hare Akra, a scorpion, we find that Mamis, he kills, he's Marbatum in the world, Vare Utor, and he is, his carcass is Tor. So how can you say that the carcass of a Nochas is Tome when an Akra's carcass is Tor? So Ashkaktani, we find a Brysa, Omar, which says, who Nachashu Akrav, that a Nachash and a scorpion are the same thing. In other words, if we concluded that a Nachash is Tame, a Kalvachimer from a mouse that's one of the Cheshrotzim, whose carcass is Tame, and for sure a Nachash whose name is his carcass is Tame, that same conclusion you can bring to an Akrav that a scorpion whose name is also his carcass will be Tame through the Kalvachimer from a mouse. Oh, my rabbi continues to give more. A Talmud Vasikhoya. There was a conscientious Talmud, the rabbi. He was a Talmud of Rebbe. Vahoyu Matar Sasheritz, who Metame Mayapam. He had this power to be Matar and Metame Sheritz a hundred times. However, the next Mandi Amr disagrees that he was not a conscientious Talmud. Amrin, they said, Ahu Talmida, that Talmud, Loyaviyada Mariah. He did not know how to Paskin, as we see. In the Korban Eida, approximately in the middle of the wide lines, Amrin, Amru, Talmudzel, Loyadelahiris, he didn't know how to paskin, Veloyhoya el Kharifa shall have. The fact that he was able to say Torah and Tame on his sheriffs a hundred times, it was a smartness which was meaningless, was Hevel. Udeloikarav, they argue on Rav Shamar Talmud Vasikhaya. Continues the Gemara. Amr Rabbi Yaakov Bar Desoi, Hahu Talmida, that Talmud, Katua Mitura Desinehave. He was cut off from Har Sinai, explains the Korbanei, the Divya Maskala Hu Talmuda, Hoyanifsuk, he was cut off from Har Sinai, Shehofech Umevalbel Divya Torah, because he turned over and confused the words of Torah. So whereas Rabbi considered him a conscientious Talmud, the other Mandi Amram here considered him not a conscientious Talmud, and he corrupted the words of Torah. Continues the Mishnah, Halacha Be'ez. Here is another difference between Dine Mamanis and Dine Nefoshis. Dine Mamanis, Mat Be'al Piechot. Dine Mamanis, we decide by one judge. In other words, you have three Dayanim, so it'll be two to one. Bein L'schus, Bein Whether we find the, the person innocent or guilty, he has to pay the money, that's l'chayva. He doesn't have to pay the money, that's l'schus. So you only need a majority of one. You always have to have an an odd-numbered bezdin, so you, that you can have a, a majority of at least one. However, dini nefoshis, mat napi aid echad l'schus, dini nefoshis, we decide based on one aid for schus, for acquittal, v'apishnaim l'chayva, but you need at least two for a guilty verdict. As the Pnei brings down in the first of the last wide lines, we learn this from Lysia Achri Rabim Leroyz. For Taiv, 
for acquittal, it's enough to have a majority of one. But for guilt, we cannot go with a majority of one, as the Torah tells us, don't go after Rabbim Leroy's. You need at least two Dayanim to say that he is guilty. And since we need an odd-numbered Besan, because if you're going to have 20 Dayanim, and you add two is 22, we learned at the beginning of the Masechta why you need 20. You need an Ada that is finds innocence. You need an Ada which is 10, that finds guilt. Then you need a majority of at least two. And since we always need an a odd-numbered Besdin, because we have 22, they could split 11-11. So for practical purposes, whereas L'schus, you could have 12-11, a majority of one, L'chov, you need 13-10. And this is another difference between Dine Mominus and Dine Nefashis. Begins the Gemara, Dine Mominus Matin, we decide Dine Mominus with a majority of one, and Dine Nefashis with a majority of two. So the Gemara understands that there is a debate. Some hold Chayiv, some hold Potter, and then we go with the majority. So the Gemara now is going to explain that process. If the Torah would be cut, straightforward, and definitive, in other words, not only what's written in the Torah, but things that are not written beferish in the Torah, if they also would be clear-cut and there would be no room to see different opinions, there would not be to a foot to be able to stand up. Let us see the Pnei Moshe in the second last line in the left-hand column. The world couldn't exist. Because the Torah has to be interpreted, some saying this way and some saying the other way. And both opinions are opinions of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu left it up to man, to Bezdin, to decide by a majority which way we go on the different opinions. But he enabled the Chazal to voice two opinions and then go with the majority. Since in the Mishnah it says you go with the majority, so that's why the Gemara explains the process of why Hashem let it work in this way of debate and then going with the majority. As we turn to Davchavvav Amid Beis Matam says the Korban Eida Minolon. How do we know this process? Because the pasuk says Vaydaber Hashem on Moshe Amir Lefanav. So Moshe said to Hashem, Rabbeinu Shalaylam, Taydi'eni Heichi Alocha. Tell me in every case what the Alocha is. There shouldn't be any debate. Amir Loi Hashem said to Moshe, No. Achri Rabbeinu Lahatois. You have to go with the majority. If there were more who found him innocent, so then he is considered innocent. If the majority says he's guilty, then they cause him to be guilty. And why is it done in this way? Hashem left it over for debate. Just like we found that you have to be able to say 49 reasons why a sheritz is Tomei and 49 reasons why it's Tar. Where do we know that? From Minayin, because the Pasuk says in Shira Shirim, 
He brought me to the wine house, which Chazal say means to Har Sinai. And he placed the canopy on top of me of love. So the word Vidigloi is Begimachari of 49. Vav Dalit is 10, Gimel is 13, then the Laman makes it 43, with the Vav is 49. So you have to be able to go 49 Tome and 49 Tor. V'chein Weimer, so it says in the Pasuk, Imrois Hashem, the words of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Imrois Tahiris, they are pure words. Kesef Tzarif, they are like purified silver. Ba'ol Arts, they are clear to the earth. Mizukak Shivasayim, they are refined. Shivasayim says the carbonate, left hand column. First, on the, let's go with Kedeshitehei. Lakach Nitna Rishus Biyad Haroiv Lifsoi Kemoisam. The permission is given like the majority to Paskin like them. Kedei Lahagdul Torah, in order to increase Torah. Shetehein Idrashas Mementes Panim Torah. It should be able to be explained 49 Tome. 49 Tor, there should be different opinions, and then ruled by the majority. From there we learn out 49. How? Because it says it in the plural. Shiva, seven times seven, Shem Memtes, which is 49. And the Pasuk says, It doesn't say the singular of being straightforward. This is another pasuk that the Gemara brings. With straightforwardness, they love you. So the, on this, the Carbonator comments, it doesn't say the singular Mishor. There are two types of straightforwardness. And both of them are words of the living God. So from here we learn out that the Dayanim have to be able to say their different opinions, and then Achrei Rabim Lahatis, we go with the majority, except by Leroy for Chiyuv, by Din Nefashis, there we need a majority of at least two, which we explained was 13 to 10. Begins the next mission, Allah Gimel, Dine Mamnes Machzir and Bein Luschus Bein if he was found innocent, for example, he doesn't have to pay the money. And after the Psak was rendered, they found a schus or a choif for the litigant. So we bring the, the din back to the Bezdin, and they will change the Psak if they found a reason to do so. However, din in the fascist, machzir in you bring him back for innocence. If he was uh, Paskin that he's guilty, then they found a schus for him. We bring him back. We change the psak. If he leaves the best and innocent, and we found a reason to make him chayiv, we don't bring him back to find him guilty. Says the Gemara. And Dini Nefashis, we learned it's only Luschus and not Lechayva. And now the Gemara learns this out from Psukim. If somebody went out of Bezin innocent, and then they found that he's really guilty, I would think that you bring him back to find him guilty. Talmud Leimer, the Pasuk says, Tzadik al don't kill a Tzadik. In other words, a Tzadik means here, if he was found innocent, don't bring him back to kill him. What about the opposite? Horatio If he went out of Bezin guilty, they found a schuss for him. So I would say the same thing. 
just like L'schus, you, I would say that for Choyv, you don't bring him, I would say that you don't bring him back L'schus, Talmud Loimer Venaki Al Tarig. The Pasuk says that if he's really has chus, don't kill a clean, don't kill an innocent person. Yochol im tzadik bedin yitzdak bedini. Hashem says, you would think that he was found innocent by you, and really he's a guilty person. He's going to be found innocent by Hashem. Talmud Lerman, the Pasuk says, kilay etzdak Russia, because Hashem will not make a Russia into a tzadik. Bezdin cannot make the person who was found innocent guilty, but Hashem will consider him guilty. Continues the Gemara, Amr Rabbi Yitzhak said Rabbi Yitzhak, Amr Rabbi Yitzhak, Rabbi Yitzhak told me, that there is no difference between Zuchus or Chayva. We learned before that Zuchus, we bring the defendant back. Chayva, we don't bring him back. But really, there's no difference because there are times when Lechayva, we do bring him back. For example, if the Dayan made a Amaratzis, he made an ignorant mistake against something that's written Beferish in the Torah. So there, even if he was found Zakai, but really he should be found Choyv because it was against something in the Torah, there it is different than what we learned before. There he is brought back. So in a way... What Rabbi Yitzchak is saying in the name of Rabbi Yossi is there are cases where whether it's L'schus or whether it's L'chayva, in a case of Amaratzes, against Mephurish Apostle in the Torah, that the defendant would be brought back, even L'chayva. Even if he was found innocent by mistake against something that's written by Ferish in the Torah, we would bring him back, even though it's L'chayva. Rav Mi and uh, others are going to say, Rav Ami, Bo Kume Rabbi Yochanan. He asked the question in front of Rabbi Yochanan. Afilu Noyef and Noyefes. Do we say this even by a case of Arias and a case of Znus? Because of Chayra, that's always the Amaratzis. So his question is, are there times by Arias where we also say that we bring him back L'chayva and we, or we bring him back L'schus? Are there cases by Arias where Sometimes we would bring him back l'chayva in a case of Amaratzis, and sometimes we would not bring him back. Or do we say that we always bring him back because it's always Amaratzis, because Noyaf and Nafis are written beferish in the Torah? So Amar Le, Rabbi Yechon said to him, Iskalif Markudoch, your patch has become unfastened. In other words, you have displayed yourself some ignorance here because there is no difference between Arias or murder, capital punishment for murder, there is no difference because there are cases in Arias where it's also not clear-cut in the Torah. And therefore, in such a case, Lechova, the person would not be brought back. However, there are cases where he would be brought back if it was against the Torah of Mefurish. But there are cases there where it's not Mefurish, and then Lechova, he would not be brought back. So in fact... Whether it's a murder case or whether it's a case of znus, there are times when the defendant is brought back l'chayva, if it's against the Torah b'furish. There are times where it's not mefurish in the Torah, and then the defendant would not be brought back l'chayva. Continues the next mission, Halacha Dalit, another difference between Dini Mominus and Dini Nefashis. 
Even the Talmidim who are sitting in front of the Dayanim, they can also be Malamet Schus or Choyva. But Vedine Nefoshis, Hakor Malamdim Schus, the Talmidim can tell the Dayanim a Schus that they found, but Vein Hakor Malamdim Choyva. But the Talmidim cannot find a Choyva for the defendant. Another difference, Dine Mamnes Hamalamet Schus, Malamet Choyva. The person who is Malamet Schus can also change his mind and be Malamet Choyva. And the, the one who is Malamet Choyva can change his mind and be Malamet Schus. However, by Dine Nefoshis, it's different. Hamalamet Choyva, Malamet Schus. The one who found him guilty can now change his mind and bring a schus. The one who said schus, he cannot change his mind and be melamed now a chayv. And on this last halacha, the Gemara is going to comment. etc., including our last line of the Mishnah. So Rabbi Aymer, Rabbi says on that last line of the Mishnah, Bavad, in other words, when can he not change his mind by the Nefashis from Schus to Chayva? That's only if they've completed the deliberations, the Masumatan, and the only thing left is for them to proclaim whether the person is innocent or guilty. So at that point, at that moment, the Malamet Schus cannot be Malamet Chayva. But the Malamet Choyva could be Malamet Schus. But if the deliberations have not yet been completed, we're not talking about such a case, because in that case, even the Malamet Schus, during the deliberations, can change his mind and be Malamet Choyva. That is the opinion of Rabbi. Rabbi Yaisi ben Chanina Omer, Rabbi Yaisi ben Chanina said, no, he argued, that the halacha of a malamet schus cannot be malamet choyva was said even if they have not completed the deliberations. Once he said that I hold that the person is innocent, he cannot change his mind to guilty. However, if he first said he's guilty, and even though it's during the deliberations, which according to Rabbi Yosef you can't change your mind, but l'schus, you could change your mind. L'choyva, you can't. L'schus, you can, according to Rabbi Yosef ben Chanina.